Welcome back to another episode of the We Love Gaming Podcast. This is episode 56. Today is a sunny, bright day in California, IA. And uh, I'm here to talk about games. My name is Godly Sovereign, but I'm not here alone. Um, normally, we would have Mark Araya here, but he's away off of some uh, some baby, you know, some baby news <laughs> coming baby in. Coming his, wife's, you know, his wife's uh, due any moment now for a baby, so he's taking time off for that. So we'll probably miss him for like maybe uh, a month or so. Uh, so hopefully we'll get him back soon so we can hear what he's been playing and whatnot, what he's been getting into. But, of course, the man across from me who has the world record for the most rupees collected in Ratchet and Clank ever <laughs> is Sir Knight. What's going on, man? Good, man. Doing good. It's been a good week. Uh, had my graduation party. That was right? a ton of fun. Finally, it's official. Right. I am a licensed teacher in Oregon and California. So Congratulations. Uh, that's really exciting. So yeah, it's been a really nice, chill week, man. Just a lot of free time right now in the summertime with games and games and more games. Like I probably got like five games. Yeah, man. My... You collected like a <laughs> dog on freaking yeah. for your for your party, man. I got a lot of you games. You got a lot of party, games. Dude. So you got uh what was it, near replicant? I got near replicant. I got Persona 5 Strikers. Strikers, right? Uh Bio Mutant. Okay. I got Scarlet Nexus coming. That was a gift too. Dang. Um just crazy. I got yeah. a lot of games that's to play, a, that's man. That's a good pickup, I got man. a lot of games to play, man. So. Yeah, man. The only thing that would have added to your plethora of uh, of games is if if your baby had come beforehand, <laughs> you would have got to collect on Father's Day. That's right, dude. That's yeah. right. I get more on Father's Day. Right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, look like you're going to have to go to school again, get your, get yourself another uh, doctorate or something like that, and then go ahead and, and collect so you can collect right before Father's Day. Right? Yeah, this has been a year of game collecting for yeah. sure, man. That's dope, though. Because I have my birthday, too. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Your birthday was so, literally like the same week or, same or like week, the week before? The week before. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's <laughs> like, I, that's when I got Biomutant, actually. Okay, That's yeah. when I got Biomutant was on my birthday. Right. So it's like crazy, man. So many games. Shoot, man. Well, that's awesome. Let's go ahead and start off with the quick shots. So uh, the first one that we got is that uh, there was some news that uh, Jim Ryan had, um, I guess, gotten in an interview or whatnot, and he decided that he, uh, him uh, and Sony wanted to have more crossplay games. And I thought that that was actually interesting that he would mention that, right? Because um, it seems, you know, with the, you know, the We Love Gaming, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theory is that PlayStation has changed a lot of how they've worked as soon as Jim Ryan came into, mm -hmm. into the CEO position. And uh, it seems as if, uh, they're trying to, to figure out how they can poach money from any and every orifice that they possibly can get their hands into. And this was one of them, right? I mean, a few podcasts ago, we talked about how they have like this crazy uh, concoction of a contract where if you have a game available on all platforms that offers in-game purchases, if somebody has played the game once on the PlayStation console, but they've purchased in-game currency on another console, such as the Switch or the Xbox or PC, that PlayStation then gets a small percentage of it just to allow the crossplay for you to be able to crossplay, like for you to move from the PlayStation mm -hmm. to the Xbox or the Switch to the PC with that same account, with the same characters, and never have to start over again. So 
you know, with this and then him saying like, oh, I want there to be more crossplay. It's like, okay, cool. But they still have, uh, at least to my knowledge, they still have this crazy uh, contract where they require all of this money for all of these weird ass reasons uh, that they give, like right. with percentages and stuff like that of how they play, right? I mean, they're still having issues with Gearbox mm -hmm. for crossplay. Mm -hmm. You know, I think with like Borderlands and mm -hmm. all that other stuff. You know, so if you're still if you're still trying to get money, you know, with this elaborate way of like, oh, if you ever sell anything, I should get a small percentage of it if they've ever played on my console. Right. Like, do you do you feel that this is like bullshit? Like like Jim Ryan just talking or or I or think what? Like is um, there any kind of you know yes, weight to I it? don't think that this is Jim Ryan laying out his vision for PlayStation's future. I think this is entirely a response to backlash from negative press on this stuff. The whole Epic um, lawsuit and all these things leaked from that. Right. And, you know, Epic trying to make Sony look good with the crossplay and Sony saying no. Yeah. All that we went through weeks, a few weeks back, that whole bad press. Right. I think this is Jim Ryan coming out and kind of like trying to say, no, look, we're Mitigate changing damage. directions. I don't think it's like... I don't think it's like this this grand new vision that he's dreamed up and wants for PlayStation. It's just uh, honestly pure response to negative feedback and negative criticism that they've received. Because I think had this not been leaked, they would have kept business as usual. Like you're I mean, saying, they're gouging, still doing business still as usual. Yeah, and then even like he says one thing, right? But then behind the scenes, it's still like it looks like you're still trying to gouge everybody. Yeah, because he mm. was, you know, they asked him about uh, Gearbox, and he was like, "Well, I can't talk about that right now because we're still in talks um, with like negotiations and stuff like that." And it's like, dude, if you <laughs> honestly wanted crossplay, right, you would make it. If that was your some vision, of the that most... was your heart's goal for the PlayStation platform, right? You, you would make it this, one of the most talk. easiest things right. to do. Exactly. Like it shouldn't exactly. be difficult. Like exactly. I don't know why it has to be. Why can't it just be that if they're playing on the PlayStation and they purchased through the in-game on the PlayStation that they can get a, a small percentage of that? Cool. But when you touch in everything. Just because somebody attempted to try to crossplay, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if I if I like playing, like if let's say we go with like the Xbox and the Game Cloud theory, right? If I if I start playing a game on my Xbox and then I move to the Game Cloud and I run off or whatever, like you know, I mean, the, the, you you're going somewhere portable. Mm -hmm. So if I started playing on my PlayStation, but I want to play some more matches, I gotta go on a road trip, so I'm in the back. You know what I mean? Mom's driving. Mm -hmm. You know, I got my my small uh, phone, and I started playing Fortnite on my phone. You tell me you get a piece of that pie, too? Because I bought V-Bucks off of my mobile phone? Like, that? then you eliminating the whole interest of right. of them wanting to make the crossplay, right? And that's, like, one of the most, that's one of the nicest things, right? When you could pop in Destiny, and your characters are available on anything. You know, if it you got an Xbox, PlayStation, right. whatever. And it doesn't seem there. like... The reason why I'm calling BS more is only because it seems like the PlayStation isn't interested in crossplay unless the game is like a massive hit, right? Like where it it feels like Xbox and PC and you know other platforms, they don't care if the game's a big hit or not. They want to give you the freedom to play across whatever platform you want to play it on. Right. Where Sony's like, 
I feel like the only games that you can actually even cross platform at all on Sony games are like the big massive hits like Destiny or Fortnite. True. Like you can't cross play on Borderlands, you can't cross play on out on Outriders, you can't cross play on these little games, you know, that Outriders um, ain't little, but yeah. They're little compared to Epic, compared to Fortnite, right? Compared to like Warzone. Mm-hmm. Outriders is is little. That's what I mean. Like it feels like um or I guess you can say even little even compared to um like uh I was gonna say uh Rocket League, but that's probably still big. Um I guess if I was looking I'm at Square th- Square Enix, Square Enix is like net worth roughly around like two billion and then Epic is worth like thirty billion. Yeah, so, so I'm just saying like it's it's not little i'm just in 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 in, in retrospect like in, if you're, if yeah, you're looking at it and the big picture yeah relative to fortnite it's little right and it seems like sony doesn't want to have anything to do with anybody unless they're this big massive 30 billion dollar potential net worth then sony's like okay maybe we'll cross play because there's lots of money in it there mm-hmm. where if they really just like you said cared about cross play it'd be like across any game any game that's cross-platform yeah, we want that freedom for you. Any game that's Gamer, available all over each console, user. you should just be able. Yeah, to Yeah, we it, want right? you to have that freedom and that fun and that joy. But it's like Sony's only seems to be interested in crossplay. If there's any massive Warzone, Fortnite, Minecraft level IP, right? Because wouldn't that be interesting if you were to like, let's say, Biomutant, right? Like, you know, you got it on the PlayStation, but you wanted to play it on the Xbox. If you were able to just continue your story and character from Biomutant on the PlayStation onto your Xbox with no problem. Like, you don't have to restart it again. It's just there. You know what I mean? And that probably is, like, you know, having to do with something like maybe the games having their own server, you know, and having, like, some type of a cloud where you could download the information from sure. or whatever. Yeah, the game but, itself has a cloud. Yeah, right? yeah, but, I mean, that would be that would be interesting. I mean, yeah. I definitely think things like Outriders, you know, MMO type right. stuff or whatever should definitely have Absolutely. that feature. I mean, I feel like... Microsoft would be like totally, if Sony will okay with it, we'd be okay with it because you'd have to get Sony's permission, right? right. They Microsoft will gladly let you transfer your Xbox file over to. I feel like Microsoft would be much more willing mm-hmm. to add that feature into their repertoire of offerings for yeah. their user. Where Sony, it'd be Sony who's the one is like, nah, we're okay, we don't need that, right? Yeah. Unless it's Fortnite, then we'll consider it, and then we'll consider it as long as there's a deal to be had. Yeah, and right. I also I also figure like a lot of these companies is kind of looking at it like oh we would do crossplay, but they just like if I put any in game currency type of stuff in there, you know, it's it. like yeah. okay they're they're poaching it the yeah. moment somebody tries to play right on that console. So it's got, I kind of don't want to deal with that. You right. know what I mean? I, I'm trying to make every little bit of money I can, you know, and that's not helping. You know, so and it, it doesn't it seems like it would be like anything, right? If you just played one time or something like that on the PlayStation and then you just started buying currency because you play it on PC, you like it better. It just works better for Even you. Even one time like, now you're stuck. Yeah, and yeah. it ain't that one time purchase. It's like all and of the purchases, purchases because they have an account on there. It's like are gonna damn. be sliced by Sony a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like all of my DLC content, all that shit mm-hmm. that you just bought solely for the plate for the PC, Sony gets a cut of that. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And so you got Sony's cut, then you got whatever Steam cut or whatever else yeah, is there. Yeah, and I mean, I get like it. It's so, still worth it yeah. to Epic, and it's still worth it to 
Activision with Call of Duty and stuff because Sony's got such a huge player base that you need those players playing your game. So you're like, fine. But Jim Ryan acting like this is like, oh, yeah, we're wanting to be more convenient for our players. No, you're not. Like, had there not been the backlash and the leak, you would keep doing this. Honestly, in my opinion, I think they would. And I think that they're still going to do it. Like, you know. And then even that's true. If you still still in talks with Gearbox, then you really haven't changed. You haven't changed your direction at all. Because it's still Gearbox just looking at the paper like, okay, we still got to think about this. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's just Jim Ryan covering their tracks. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, uh, as far as, like, crossplay goes, you know, I kind of, like, consider it a wash anyways. Like, I, I think it is what it is at that point. You know, it's like, okay, it'd be awesome if I could move, but I don't really be moving around with games like that. I you think know? with you and I, too, we're old gamers, mm-hmm. and that's always been the way. Like, if there's a game The game on is on the Xbox, Sega, it's on the Xbox. Right, or we're talking about, like, back when we had Segas, right? Like, if the game's on Sega, I can't take that cartridge and put it into my my Super NES. Right, Like right. we, It's kind of been, me. like, a standard, but now in the internet, internet age, when the online play has become more stuff, of a yeah. thing. And it definitely seems like Sony's just out to profit from it rather than offer new services to their users. Right, rather um, than to utilize it. They're utilize just trying to it, yeah. figure out how they can make money from right. it. And it's like, I get I get the business aspect of it, but sure. I mean, do you really need to bottleneck it that much? Well, and also just don't lie to us. Be honest with us, no. Just say, Jim Ryan, no. We really try to get as much as we can out of every IP we have. We try to make the best deal we can for our for our our, our company mm-hmm. and the profit of our industry, dude. Just be honest with it. Don't pretend like oh we are big believers in crossplay and then have no real effort to show that that's what you believe. Like you're saying, still do back deals with like Borderlands and stuff. Yeah, he basically he basically said uh, I think towards the end of it he said that his the same procedures apply to everybody. So. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like we're giving favoritism or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but right. But yeah, but uh moving on, um it looks like Sony. Yeah. Trademarked. Right, 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 right. PSX. <laughs> Sorry, I got it on there. But um yeah, so the trademark of the PSX, which is an event that was taking place quite often. Um over the last few years, it, it stopped happened. it stopped since 2018. Um, but it was going on like 16, 17, maybe 15 also. I think there was like three. And then the one in 2018 was actually held in Thailand. So that was something we couldn't go to. Mm. But we've been to 15 and 16, 16. 17. 16 we and 17. Three. Okay. Yeah. 15, we went every year from the very yeah. first one that we could go to. We went to even in Vegas. Right, right, right. So yeah, it was Vegas and it was held at in Anaheim, Anaheim. twice. Yeah. No, yeah. Vegas, San Fran. You're right. It and was then in San Anaheim. Fran, and then Anaheim. You're right. You're right. It was in San Francisco. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, and we basically. Went to San Fran. We drove to San Yeah, Fran. yeah. We drove there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, it looks like there's a good possibility that we might be in for a PSX next year. Um, I don't know if it'll happen that quick. I mean, the world has opened up quite a bit um, with no mass mandates. Um, I guess they would probably be pre planning to see if shit hits the fan again or something like that. But. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, you know, next year. If if I can hear about it, you know, they normally take place around December. So it's a good time mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. And um, they're awesome events, man. And I'd love to go to it and, you know, and do some reporting and whatnot Absolutely. over there about some of the news that we're finding for the channel. So I think this is a guarantee. 
You think Why so? else would they trademark it if they weren't planning on never using it again or mm-hmm. making it part of their Big daily business. life? Big business, you know what I mean? They, tra- they trademark shit trademark all everything? the time. I you know? guess. I I know. Like, but remember, remember, we were seeing uh, there was there was talks of like uh, for the PSVR, a way that you could use a banana as a controller. You could pretty much take an inanimate object looking at it through the VR and then it would turn into a controller because you could give it a button map layout. There's patents and trademarks for like all kinds of weird shit. The only thing I'll say to that is then why didn't they do it after the second PSX or the third PSX or the fourth PSX? It was theirs then. If it was something that they were planning on having in their future forever, why did they only now recently decide to trademark that when they've been using this name and using this? You would think they would have trademarked it the moment they did the first one. I want to say... That it was a re-trademark, like they put it back out there, like they've already trademarked it, but maybe not. I'm trying to see if I can look into it right now. Well, the way I understood it was this was a new thing they've done. They've decided to trademark PSX, which makes me think that that means they're really considering making this like a BlizzCon, making this like an annual event that they do every year. I think in my mind, in lieu of E3, and it happens to line up with like E3 in my opinion. Like, you know how Sony left E3, they kind of do their own thing now? Yeah. And I think like this is kind of like showing that, look, we still want to do something that's like E3, but we don't want to be in subservitude to the standard algorithm of doing things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they trademarked PSX and they're going to make it a major, a major thing, a major branding thing. Okay. So you think it would be bigger? I think it's bigger gonna be event bigger. than what it yeah, already is. I think it's going to be more important hmm. than what it was in the past. Like, I'm in my mind, they want it to be like E3, the next big thing people plan, yeah, and and go to, and it becomes a big major news outlet and media day, you know. So, um, I was trying to look on uh, Justia trademarks, uh, for PSX, and. It looks like it was started in 2017. An application was entered in 2017. And then it's been extended 2018. Um, and then extensions have been granted every year. So it looks like this one that was recent was an extension approval, uh, an extension request approval. But I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. Maybe it's something else. Mm-hmm. But. Uh yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see um what what's in store for us next year, you know, because I love the PlayStation event and um the fact that we could get a possibility to start getting these events, you know, maybe get like a CES again next year that's not just like, you know, online or getting a, an E3 that you could actually visit in person. You know what I mean? Start getting these BlizzCons and these WonderCons and these freaking Comic-Cons mm-hmm. back open again. That should be dope. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm man, looking I, forward to I it. Can't, uh, I can't wait until uh, we can start going to these things again. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping next year we'll be able – they'll do an in-person E3 again, and we'll be able to um, – uh, we'll be able to – so it looks like – so that's weird. Like uh-huh. this article just launched. It says the application was filed on June 11th of this year. Uh-huh. According to the United States Patent and Trademark Offices, the application was filed Friday, June 11th. Um, they've certainly haven't filed filled the void left behind, which was last held in 2000, 2018. 
Um, the trademark application for PXX has been filed under the international class 041. Um, okay, you're on PlayStationLifestyle.net? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I found this. Yeah, one. exactly. So this sounds like it's new. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but either way, uh, them deciding to do it now, I'm wondering why. But if they if they haven't done it before, you know, but, you know, hey, that's yeah. uh That'll be cool. I mean, especially if it's a bigger event than the E3 or, or something of that magnitude. You know what I mean? That That's would, what that I'm hoping. Be dumb. That's what dumb. I'm hoping. I mean, it was already pretty big. It damn near took up the whole building Yeah. when, you know, in Anaheim, when we went. And, I thought the second also, one, San the Francisco. second one, the San Fran one was like really big. Yeah. I thought the Anaheim one was a, a it went backwards. They re, they went backwards Because the first quality. one we went to was in Vegas, right? Yeah, the first one we went to was in Vegas was was okay was that was good. pretty that was pretty but big. the second one was like really, was big, really huge. and they had like lots of floor plannings and lots of games you could play right it felt like e3 then anaheim just went to more of like floor decoration type shit to showcase showcase the way West the games. looks right yeah it was new. it was an indie bonanza though it was an indie bonanza it was lots the second of psx was like incredibly awesome yeah you know so i'm really looking forward i hope they make it big again and they go that route for sure you know so um, the next thing that we wanted to talk about was uh, for Spoken. Um, they they had this little video. It was like a tech video that they dropped, I guess, with like NVIDIA uh, graphics right. card gaming or something yeah, like that. FSR. And, uh, yeah, it was like it's it's something the FSR like stands for um, Fidelity Super Resolution. Okay. And they were basically um, stating that this would give you like the best. They were trying to give you the best graphics that have been seen yet. Uh, on a That's console. the claim, right? Right. In the history of open world games. Right. right. So it's supposed to give you that four that four K sixty frames per second. Everything is beautiful, you know. And they're saying that it needs it for 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 spoken. Um, and that was the one game that we saw that was showcased. I think it was originally nicknamed Project Athea. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we got to see a little bit more. Um, about it and whatnot. And we still, I'm still waiting to see more. Um, yeah. This this tech demo was actually all new for spoken footage which we hadn't seen before yeah she was but, doing like kicks off of trees right <laughs> but it was also somewhat similar to what we've seen before so while yeah. it was all new footage it Just wasn't really new to us as the viewer it looked exactly like what we've already seen mm -hmm. there was like a couple enemies we saw like the big massive bear and we saw those two giant guys that she was fighting she was like making shields and stuff right, to right, defend right. against them which I was more so asking you, like, what did you think about, like, the enemy types and what it – did you gleam anything about how you think the gameplay is going to be played? Um, for me, it looked like the enemy count was tiny, was sparse. Like, there was a lot of open space before you came across, like, even one enemy. Or so you like think two. it's heavy on traversal? It seemed like heavy on traversal, low on enemy count. I mean, it did seem like they were. That's like their bread and butter, right? Is mm -hmm. how the how the character is moving through the world, and I believe that that's what the guy was explaining yeah. when he was talking about it. Was you know that that how Forspoken plays, you needed to have the sixty frames per second, and then they wanted to make it look as beautiful as possible. Right. So you know, if you're doing a lot of quick movements and stuff like that, you definitely need that sixty for sure. Right. Um, as far as like the enemies, I didn't notice too much, but I mean, we saw a dragon at one point. Right. You know, I mean, we've seen bears. Um, you know, so I feel like maybe this is something that's like that, like uh, 
is like a combination of like two worlds or something like that, or maybe this could be like some type of a Skyrim type of world. Mm-hmm. There was bears in Skyrim, as well as dragons, you know. So uh, maybe this is like a really like big that. bear, though, almost like boss like. It just seemed like the enemies she came across were very big hmm. and very imposing. Um, you know, like we're in a lot of games, you come across like piss ants, right? right and right, they're right. just scattered all over the place. Yeah. And then occasionally you come across like a big enemy and it's kind of like a mini boss. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everything she was kind of coming across in this tech demo was like big and imposing and like took her a while to kind of like kill them. Hmm. Um, just, I don't know. It makes me one. It made me wonder about the direction the game is going when it comes to combat and stuff. Like, is this a little bit more like a Titan soul um, or is this going to be a little bit more, traditional open rpg like what direction are they going hmm. with enemy types um because yeah. there was there wasn't no piss ants that she was just slicing like a, like a hacking like a hack and slash right, right, right they seemed very methodical like she's got to take her time and figure out a way to around it and to attack it this way and like very methodical in nature yeah versus just like a breath of the wild where you're just hacking and slashing everything yeah, but I'm I definitely want to see more of this game, man. I'm, and I'm excited. They're really more. hoping it's 4K 60 frames, man. That's yeah. super exciting. Uh, I was talking with uh, my boy Brahms uh, about some of these games that have that have come out, but like, what was uh what was Miles Morales showing at um on the PS5? Because I know it was like 60 frames per second, and it had ray tracing, but did it have 4K? Yes, there was a 4K mode, but it wasn't 60 frames per second. Oh, it was 30. It was 30. So have we had one that's 4K and 60? Like, what's Ratchet? I, I Ratchet didn't look was at Ratchet. 60 ray tracing as well. No 4K. 60 ray tracing, but no 4K. No, it would just upscale to 4K. Okay, so, all right, so I guess that's what I'm getting no confused native with 4K. is that. Yeah, it's not native, but they're just upscaling right. it or whatever, you know, to 4K. Most games that have, have been come doing out, upscaling. Yeah, I actually, I think Biomutant is 4K 60 native. I believe on the Xbox, yes, but not on the PlayStation. Not on the right? PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's hit and miss on a lot of these games, whether you get both. Right, and I was uh because we were talking about um like having a game. I'm waiting on a game that can give us the damn 60, 4K, and ray tracing, yeah, all in one. We haven't and I don't seen think that we've gotten yet. that yet. Right. So I'm definitely hoping that we can get to that sometime in this generation. It would be pretty cool. I think cool. so. Yeah, I think but, so. You know. Yeah, People maybe are we still gotta, figuring out the hardware and stuff. Yeah, we um, got to get somebody to figure out an overclock like, or something. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like we're getting that consistently yet. Yeah. So yeah, this is sure. like hope, right, that maybe we can get that? Yeah. I hope. I want that, right? I would love to see what a game looks like natively 4K with ray tracing and 60 frames per second. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not I just mean, upscaled. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about it, you know, previous times before or whatever, but it, it seems like for you to get like that, that uh, 4K with like, ray tracing but it to be 30 frames per second or something like that it just seemed like it was subpar like 60 frames per second is how it has to be for it to even be i know like i used to talk a lot about 60 frames per second and you weren't really sure about it i know you became a believer you're like colin he was unsure about it too but when he tried it he became a believer and i agree i think it is a standard now like you cannot really play a game these days unless (laughs) it's in 60 yeah you're gonna notice it man i I would not feel yeah even if it's 4k i'm not trying to play 30 frames ever again it's gonna look clunky to you yeah like it's gonna feel very clunky right 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 it's just like no this thing should be moving a little bit better i know i can't do it right so <laughs> but they have to figure out how to give us 4K because that's kind of standard now. You would think, you as would think. as much as yeah. as much as the console showcases 4K and 8K on the damn box. 8K, you're right. We ain't getting that shit. Mm-mm. So 
houseway. I don't know what know the what deal mean? is, man. It shouldn't be that big of a problem in this hardware. I don't know. We never I, get I don't, it. I don't mind if my PlayStation gets a little bit more noisy Me because either. it's trying to pump out my graphics. Why? Because I've been living with that shit with mm-hmm. the PlayStation 4. So I'm okay with that. I'll put that thing further away from me mm-hmm. if I got to figure it out. You know what I mean? To, to quiet it down. Or sell me an extra fan or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. or, or or something. You know, give me some other way. But, you know, get them graphics out there, man. I like, agree. Put that shit out I there. Agree. We in, We in the new, the new next gen. You know what I'm saying, and it's bad enough that y'all mofo's keep making games for the play the PlayStation Four, uh, well, as well as the PS Five. But if it's a game that can run on PlayStation Four, how come you can't get that running on 4K? I would get it if like it's a new engine and like this engine is very taxing to give you like new new textures and things we've never seen before, and now now we're having a hard time getting 4K again. But come on, Far Cry Six. I mean, come on. Spider-Man that was made on the PS4 on that old hardware, you can't get that game to run a 4K. I'm not understanding like this. Yeah. I'm not getting it. Yeah, it's you a know? bummer. I would much rather my TV tell me, "Hey, bro, this ain't 4K," than to tell me that the game can't do the 4K. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have a shitty TV, but right. like my system is trying to pump out as much 4K yeah. as it can. The bottleneck is my television, yeah. not my system. Right, right, yeah. right. right mm-hmm. You know, so hey, it is what it is, but. On some other news, right? We have yeah. Ghost of Tsushima uh, rumors DLC. going on, right? Yeah, so Ikushima. it Ikushima. seems like yeah, it seems like there's been some talk about a new uh, DLC coming out for Ghost of Tsushima that's called Ishikima or something like that. I- Ikushima. Ikushima, but it's a standalone. So we're talking like. Uh, what is it? Miles Morales. Red, like Red Dead. Uh, the the zombie one that they yeah. made that was like a standalone. The the gat from hell that became a standalone. Uh, Miles Morales, which was a standalone, but First light. it's it's not. It was I guess it was perceived as a DLC, but in in uh in the developers Insomniac's uh, case, they were saying that it was always a standalone or whatever. Right. It had just been labeled as a DLC expansion loan. Expansion from uh, that's from, what they yeah, call expansion it, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so Ghost of Ikashima, and it's supposed to be a piece of its own. It's supposed to be uh, presumably as large as Miles Morales was or uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Um, so a pretty full game. Yeah. Right, with just a bit more content on there, and a lot of the same stuff that you have grown to love, or you know, whatever that you yeah, been and it's supposed to, to launch this year, this year. So it's uh, fairly fairly soon, right? Within like the next four or five months. I mean, we we don't have much left on here, so I definitely don't think it's coming out holiday season. It I think it's probably like, gonna beat it, like maybe by October or something like that. Like it might be a whole new character too. Because you have Ghost of Tsushima, which mm-hmm. is Sakai. Yes. But this is Ghost of Ikashima. But what if, which sounds what like if it's Sakai a different moved, person man. in a different place. What if he just relocated? Maybe, but almost always in these little standalone DLCs, expansion it's loans, a different it's person. a new person. Yeah, they well, use. Yeah, I guess so, because Miles Morales was Miles. It wasn't Spider-Man. Lost Legacy and was Lost that Legacy chick. Lost Legacy was the other woman. First Light, it was the chick, too. The blonde, the pink-tailed chick. Right, right. So it just seems like... You're talking about the, Infamous, right? Yeah, the standalone they had was right, right, right. First Light. Yeah. Was the expansion loan. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think, like, that's the direction they're going. I mean, I'm excited for it just because... 
I thought that Ghost of Tsushima should have been around 10 to 15 hours long. I thought the game was a little bit too long. I thought they were, we talked about this, we got into this in detail, that it got repetitive like very early. Um, The same enemy types, regardless of where you're at in the game, yada, yada, yada. Went through all that. Um, Where I think like this excites me more because if it's more of like a fun size, kind of like snack size level game, where I get all the cool parts of Ghost of Tsushima, but it doesn't overstay its welcome, Mm -hmm. then I'm excited. Um, and I'm hoping that they stick to like the Miles Morales um, kind of like price tag and charges 50 for it, you know, so we get a little bit of a discount because yeah. it's a shorter game. Right. And uh, I'm excited. Like I'm I'm pumped. I'm really looking forward because I love Miles Morales. It's one of my favorites. I love the size. I love everything about it. Yeah. Miles Morales was a solid game. I really liked sure. it a lot. You know, um, the, the thing that I'm hoping for with this is um, and no offense to the actor. But I'm just hoping that Jin. they can actually, yeah, that they can actually capture, um, if it's if it is the actor or whatever, you know, what I mean, a new actor or whatever, that they can uh, actually capture the right facial expressions and the feeling in that moment. It shouldn't feel like the character is not in it's the moment that's yeah. supposed to be appearing mm-hmm. on the screen. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Nothing. None of it adds up. Yeah. Like, or even so. like he acts all emotionless, right? Like. But the world's falling apart around him, and like it's hopeless. Right. And then like you go in there and you just wreck everybody like a machine. Like, what are you hopeless for, man? Like, no one can touch you. Right. It just doesn't add up, right? There's that dissonance that takes place in that game that yeah. they don't quite hit very well. Yeah, I just feel like the um the the that they should have worked a little bit more on the the facial mocap or something like that because I felt like his he was pretty stagnant. You know that in his voice. Um, should have been like Absolutely. you know done a little bit different. I mean, Absolutely. I'm not I'm not by all means no uh, voice actor or anything like that where I could uh, sit there and criticize too much, but I just feel like it was lacking just in that part for me to want to love that character more. You know what I mean? I thought the story was cool, but for me to enjoy like being that character, I feel like there was some things missing from it. Absolutely. So, um, hopefully, with this one, it gets me to love the character just as much as I enjoy playing it. You know yeah. See, I, mean? I thought that Miles Morales was an improvement on Spider Man. Yeah. Not just like the length and tightness of it, but even the character. Like, I liked Miles better a little bit than Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Peter Parker too, but yeah, I don't know. He was just really a really good character. Um, like just like I liked Rivet. Insomniac has done a really good job at like their tertiary characters right in, in these series. And so I mean I, I'm I agree. Like I'm hoping that they can capture what Insomniac is doing and give us characters because yeah, I wasn't really attached to Jin. I didn't feel like anything from Jin, honestly, until like the very last scene of the game when he was fighting <laughs> his like stepfather or whatever. Yeah. That I actually felt. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like, okay, I see something there now. But up until that point, like None of it made sense. None of it added up. The way he was acting, the way the world was falling apart, the way he would look, and even the way all the people interacted with him, they would say the same exact thing over again. And even then with the um, stepfather thing, you know, his uncle or whatever that he was his uncle, his yeah. fighting, that was, like, different. You know what I mean? The uncle felt a certain type of way. He and the was giving off was a better very, performance. Yes, the uncle was giving off a better performance. He made it a, a yeah. more of a heartfelt yeah, type maybe of a it was battle. More like, what this got to be done, did. so, mm-hmm. you know, let's do this. And he teaches him a lesson while he's, you know, doing it and stuff like that. So I, I felt like, you know, that whole scene was basically carried on the weight of the uncle's back and not Jin, who's the main protagonist. I think what I mean, too, is that that was the first time in the game that I was feeling attached 
or emotionally drawn in. Yeah. Right. Where the rest of the game, I wasn't really feeling emotionally drawn in. Right. Like he's this on, he's this dishonorable shinobi who can't who isn't allowed to do stealth. But at the same time, like he has no choice. But he's right. like this, it's just it the emotions weren't connecting at all with me. And I think that's probably also part of like a script writing too. Yeah, but it wasn't I, as well written like, as it could have been. Yeah, yeah. I just feel was, like was the poor. the situations mm-hmm. were uncalled for. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I, I feel like the, the different moments that they put into it uh, were just like unnecessary. It's mm-hmm. like why are you giving me so much grief about this when you you see what time it is and then you only give me these <laughs> I agree, options? Man. You know I what I mean? Man. The game didn't coincide I with agree. it. If they had legit given you options to go in you know fighting and mm-hmm. you could do the whole game without ever shanking somebody in the back then you know i agree be different but they just was yeah i feel like that probably is like the real challenge is to like go through without ever shaking somebody in the back like if they didn't force you to do a tutorial on how to well, execute people and not just backs, that bro it's so much easier stealth yeah, it's way easier. the game is like asking you in every sense of the word not just like forcing you in some instances but like yeah. even like look at how inviting it is right you want to stealth me there's 30, look at how much easier there's 30 it is. guys in a camp but there's plenty of high grass and there's buildings that you can jump into and Go it's so much it. easier to kill everyone it's like, than okay. fighting them all one-on-one but at the same time you're trying to make me feel bad right like dishonorable is it I was really annoyed with that, and that's why the the score suffered. Those are the we talked about this. These are the main reasons why for us the score suffered. So I'm hoping with the tighter, smaller length game, you know, they can a fix different some of those actress or actor like yeah. really helps. You know, yeah. make this I hope game it's feel a like solid, it goes take a long good step forward. Yeah, I hope it's a solid script and the storyline that we can follow after and it makes mm-hmm. sense you know what i mean i just hope it ain't some extra shit that they just decide to create but i mean i i don't know if you have but i still have not played i have not popped in ghost to play any of the extra dlc Ooh, that they knew, added man. and stuff like that so the legend stuff i got yeah i got to get on the legends and stuff like that yeah. you know once i I'll, I'll find some time but uh yeah so i believe that was it for the quick shots um but let's get into the main topic. So the first one that we'll get into, right, is that Xbox Studios um, had been talking about their acquisition of a new studio. Um, and it looks like it'll be announced really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a picture that was posted uh, to start some of the rumors off. It was like this mountain side that had like snow uh, falling from it. You know what I mean? Almost like an avalanche. Um, when I looked That's at the it. Hint. Yeah, I almost thought it was like uh, it reminded me of Riders Republic. I didn't even see no avalanche shit there until or you know, or I saw snowboarding people talking game. About it. Yeah, some type of snowboarding mm-hmm. game or something like that. Um, but you and I guess a few other people seem to think that Avalanche could be legitly what it is. Yeah, right? so, so tell me about there that. There is a studio called Avalanche Studio, and um, their most recent game coming out is Contraband, mm-hmm. and Contraband was revealed at Microsoft's E3 showcase. It was the one game that I kind of was upset with because they didn't show any gameplay. Like right. it was the old Microsoft way of doing things. Just, just like, a freaking trailer, a small right. trailer, and then that's it. it show yeah. like a yeah, like a cinematic, not even in game. Yeah, engined, right. not even Starfield like, but just like here's a few screenshots and you know a pre-made cinematic. That always used to be like Sony, a Microsoft's MO, where Sony always showed like gameplay, like in-game footage or in-game engine stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And it felt like they were doing that with this contraband. And I was upset because I wanted to, I was like, don't show me a game. Honestly, in my opinion, like don't show me a game unless you have some of the game to show or at least some of the in-game engine. So we have some idea of what we're getting into here. Right. Don't just give me a name and like a concept. Yeah. Show me some in-game footage. Yeah. Show me something in a game. But that's what they did with contraband. And um, a lot of people are saying that that is a precursor to them announcing the acquisition of the studio Avalanche, right? Because Avalanche is the one who's making contraband. Mm-hmm. And I know like we reported on um, one of the leaks before E3 was that Microsoft was acquiring a new IP. Right. Um, maybe this was it. Maybe contraband, because it's an Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. um, is the new IP that they've acquired. But maybe it goes further than that. And that's what we're hearing is true that Microsoft is getting ready to announce they must be finalizing the deal or something. I yeah. don't know. We talked about this before the show. I mean, um, that was kind of like how it why was didn't with they the... say in the show that this is a new studio they've acquired. Yeah. They just showed the game. Right. But it sounds like they're trying to acquire the studio. Yeah, I mean, to me, it wouldn't make sense, right? If you if you show the if you do the showcase, the Xbox the E3 showcase or whatever, and you're showing all these Xbox games and then you show contraband, but like you don't mention that uh, we just acquired this new studio. Check out what they're making, and then you show contraband. Like I don't understand why you wouldn't combine that two together, um, unless you know it would have to be. It would have to be that you're showing me gameplay when you announce it the second time. Like if you if if Avalanche is what they bought, and Avalanche is making contraband. You tell me that you have just purchased Avalanche. You better be showing me gameplay because then why the hell else are you telling me about this shit? You know what I mean? Like it should you could have just announced it with the other one as like a complete the, rollout together. So like I was telling you, I kind of feel like it might be a little reach. I mean, I was looking down right. the comments and some people were mentioning that like Nordisk Films um, had purchased uh, Avalanche. Avalanche like back in 2018. Uh-huh. So that's not far off. So if they were attempting to make a game, you know what I mean? Or what What would they have a reason to purchase it if they were going to just sell it off? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, some people would say maybe Xbox made them just like an offer they hey, couldn't the refuse. Price is right, man. You know? Absolutely but, right. <laughs> but it's um, like... I just know. think like the only thing I can think of as to why they wouldn't reveal it at the E3 show mm-hmm. is because they want to kind of use it as another like... Um, hype real you know kind of like how they did with bethesda you know just like come out and announce it and it become like a big topic in and of itself yeah rather than trying to like because it loses some of the spotlight if it's sharing the stage with like every other game too mm-hmm. like that that news kind of gets lost in the spotlight and i think like so microsoft wants more of that hype around studio acquisition yeah, but is Avalanche as big as fucking Bethesda? Well, I was going to say, look up. What games have as- has Avalanche Studio made? Um, I mean, I will say Contraband looked cool. It looked, it looks interesting. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how much faith I have in the Studio Avalanche. I'm not too familiar with um, all the games that Avalanche has made. But do you see any there that um, look familiar that excite you about the acquisition of the studio? Okay, so Avalanche has done uh, Just Cause. Oh, they're the Just Cause studio. Yeah, okay. The Hunter, Just Cause 2, Renegade Ops, The Hunter Primal, Rumble City. They made Mad Max. Oh, uh, they made Mad Max. Just Cause 3 and 4. They made Rage 2 also. Oh, Rage. 
Um, so Rage? Yeah. I thought that was a Bethesda game. Bethesda was the publisher. Oh. So. Um, Avalanche made that game. But yeah, hmm. so it shows here um, that Contraband is the next one that's on there. Well, that's a decent And it's saying studio, the publisher then. is Xbox Game Studios. But this is all with, this is on Wikipedia. Because mm-hmm. Wikipedia will give you a good timeline layout of what they have. So, I mean, you could take Wikipedia with a grain of salt. Because you don't know. How, who's uh, yeah. fudged who's it? Who's edited whatever. that one? Right. But uh, okay, but, so those are some decent games. So I guess that would all mean we would start to see all those games come out on Game Pass as well. All the just causes, just causes. Yeah. Um, you know that would probably rage. be the real indicator. I think Just Cause is on there. Though, is it already it? on Game Pass? I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like it would be on there already. Yeah. Is that because it's such an though? old? Is game. that an indicator that? They're I, buying the studio when you see things like Just Cause and Rage on. I mean, you see Rage on Game on Pass because Bethesda, right? But I mean, you already saw that the moment that they they finally announced that Bethesda was on there, that there was like five Bethesda games that were available right. on there, right? And then they just keep putting more up there because Bethesda has a large catalog, uh, catalog. But I would assume that if all of a sudden you start seeing uh, Rage 2 and Just Cause 3, 4, 2, and 1 right. on Game Pass, they, they, they didn't bought them shits. Yeah, they didn't bought them, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's not all of the games like Square Enix, they dropped all their shit on Game Pass, you know what I mean? And uh, EA doesn't have, well, EA has a little joint thing with them, so I can't use EA. But there's other other you know game developers that have a lot a large catalog that just don't have everything right. on freaking Game Pass, you know. So you know they ain't been bought yet. But right, I don't know. Absolutely. So I mean, for me, it's exciting. Of course, any any new acquisition. What does it mean for you and me, dude? It means more free games on Game Pass. So every time Microsoft announces a new studio acquisition, <laughs> I get excited, you know, because I know that it just means more value. Every it just makes it spreads my fifteen dollars out that much more, you know. Just Cause um, Four is available on Game Pass. See, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's interesting to me. So, see, some there's some truth to this rumor, probably. Right? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I'll try to see if like Rage Two is on there. I think Rage Two is on there. You think so? I think so, man. If they got Just Cause on there also, then then yeah, that's a wrap. Then. See, Just Cause, that's interesting to me. But Just Cause 4 is on there, not Just Cause. Yeah, well, that's the newest one. That's the one everyone wants, right? Right. So, But I mean, you know they'd be putting all the old shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> is that that old, though? What, Just Cause? Just Cause, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, they'd be putting, like, all of the old stuff, you know what I mean? Like, Game Pass got a lot of games, and they'd be throwing a lot of old shit on there. You know, because people want to play some of them games that they might have uh, missed or whatever. You know what I mean? Game Pass right. is, is ultimately like walking into GameStop and looking in the used section to see like, ooh, that, that's that's there and that's cheap. <laughs> no, nah, they got like, new games I mean? too there, man. They Lots got new, of new games. They, they have their it's new games. that bad. But I'm saying they have a large, when they say in 100 plus, all that shit is old. A lot of them are they old. They got about like a the good. The majority are old. Yeah, they got right. about like a good 20 that's like up to date. Yeah, a lot of them are old. But a lot of them are older games. Right. They're not saying they ain't ones you don't want to play, but right. they're just, they've been around for a few years, you know, so that it's I'm like, just saying, like, that would be Avalanche Studios, like, top prize is Just Cause 4, because it's their most recent and newest game. 
And if they're giving it to Game Pass, that implies some kind of partnership, right? Yeah. yeah so sure. unless PlayStation got it on their shit already, right? Which I don't know. I I could have sworn we just got a Just Cause, right? Uh, from PlayStation for the uh for the little PlayStation thing, the PlayStation Plus. Right. But I don't remember which Just Cause it was. Might have been for. Um, but yeah. So, um. Yeah, on to the next topic, right? So, mm. um, EA. We were talking about EA. So, mm-hmm. um, it looks like EA has uh, recently revealed that they're going to be uh, showing us an IP that's been around for a while, we but that they just is. haven't had a game come out for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is supposed to be an EA reveal. EA Play. Um, showcase or something. Yeah, in EA a, Play. There in, you go. In, Ju- in July. July. Right. Yeah, so they're supposed to be showing a lot of games over there. And um, this new or this revival of an old IP is supposed to be one of the games that they're going to be showcasing. There's speculation. I wanted to know what do you think it is? Or, okay, let me ask you what you think it is. And also, is that what you want it to be? What you think it is, is it what you want it to be? Um, I'm honestly not really sure exactly what it could be it's been a while since i've looked at ea's like large category well remember this is this is a game that supposedly is being revitalized Mm -hmm. an old ip you know like you put a question mark there of what i think that you thought it was yeah there's definitely been rumors of dead space being uh the thing and i guess uh that's because um when the person was announcing it uh, he mentioned uh, as long as they're not dead before it arrives. Mm. So they they keyed in on the word dead, and they're looking at all the old uh, EA games, and Dead Space happens to be one of them. Um, I would love that. Dead Space was an awesome game. Awesome game. So for them to bring it back and for it to be new would be crazy. You know, I feel like that would be what rivaled Returnal, right? Because it would be kind of like the same Type-ish game. Absolutely. But see, I not, would prefer not a, Dead Because uh, it's not roguelike. Not a rogue, yeah. Right. But, you know, as far as like that, uh, yeah, that creepy, creepy aspect or alien, whatever. sci-fi. Right, right, right. Shoot him, you know. So, um, you know, it could be Dead dead Space or whatever. But, I mean, how long has it been since we had a Dragon Age? Well, Dragon Age 4 is coming out. That's not. Right. This isn't, and it's this been isn't, announced. This isn't that old IP being revitalized. Yeah. Um. The only other game that I could think of other than like Dragon Age or Dead Space would be like, in my mind, Old Knights of the Old Republic. And I do know that there were some words of that. We, there was and some so, talk about, but they said, the dude said that it wasn't going to be a Star Wars game though. Oh, he said that it wasn't going to be Star Wars? Yeah. So there isn't a whole lot to glean here that's an old IP yeah. that we would want to be revitalized. It really only comes down to a few. Right. And it's, the more and more you remove things... From the equation, the more and more it looks like Dead Space is the uh, is the answer. That's a huge hint. I hope yeah. you're not dead before it arrives. You I would mean. think, but I feel like there's so much shit that people be saying and doing that, like you you run into so I mean, much. I don't know what really what else could it be. Titanfall. I mean, that's not old enough, is it? I mean, it kind of like died, right? It, it did. It died die. enough to Titanfall to, Two kind of failed to be to be needing to get revived, right? I just don't know what else it could be, man. I don't know. Burnout Paradise, that'd be cool. Ooh, a, a new burnout, burnout game would be, would be nice. Cool. Like, I feel dead, like they right? needed to do another. They need burnout. to revitalize that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So maybe Burnout Paradise, I would love that. 
Shout out to my sister. She would love that too. We talked about that this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellie for sure would like that. You know, man. so like that would be really neat. But if it's not Star Wars, then that's really all we're left with is like Titanfall. It's not Battlefield. That's already coming out. It's not any of their sports games because those are, those are they, steady. They stay coming out. Those yeah, that's not an old out. IP. You know, so what else can it be? If it's not Star Wars, you're left with Titanfall, Burnout, or Dead Space. Hmm. And of those three, I like all three of those. Uh, I would probably, how would you rank those? What would you want? What would be out of those three you want? All right, give them to me again. Number Burnout. one, Burnout, uh, Dead Space, or uh, Titanfall. Uh, F Titanfall. I was never really a big fan of You're Titanfall. You're never in Titanfall? So I don't care about Titanfall. You might like I know the it was, you might I know like it was a popular actually. thing. You might like Titanfall too. Um, But I would probably have to say, ooh, Burnout or Dead Space. I really enjoyed Dead Space, but I also really enjoyed Burnout. Now I I would assume that Wreckfest was was probably like as close to a Burnout as we would get. Yeah, um, currently, but, but I haven't really played. Paced. I haven't played Wreckfest yeah. Wreck, Wreck yet. So, um, I would say just because of my love for like story driven, you know, games, you know, RPGs, different things like that, I would have to say Dead Space. Like I I would I would hope. That you know, people have claimed that Dead Space is it and that it is it. Um, but you know, we won't be able to find out until July. You might have to look it up or something, I don't know. But did Dead Space take a hit in sales in Dead Space 3? Because we have Dead Space 1, 2, and 3, right? Right, and then it just vanished off the face of the planet. Was there like (laughs) Was it a bad sales game? Like a reason why? Yeah, like why would it fail? I would just think you would think Dead Space would would last. It was such a well done game. Yeah, you would think that it would last the te- the you know test of time. It would it would win that test. You know, um, it looks like Dead Space Three sold about six hundred five thousand copies. That's why. That's not very good. Um, how much did Dead Space Two sell? I don't know if that's within. How that's, many copies? That's at, that's at a month. Let me see, like, in total. Because uh, I would like to see how it did compare to Dead Space 2. Yeah, 605,000 copies. Um, Dead Space 2 sold 4 million. Well, that's why they got rid of it then, right? Mm. 4 million. Yeah, you're right. That could be it. 4 million. Yeah. I mean, no, that would be... I, that's not a month. That's what it sold. Yeah. Oh, it's just saying in its debut, so it must not sold much after that. So I they didn't even get would. to a million copies sold on Dead Space Three. So somehow, Dead Space Two to Three, people no longer wanted to play it. Yeah, I'm not sure what what would have happened in that. That would have made mm. it go down. I think I played Dead Space Three. I did too. I think we played all three of them. I'd have to go back and check in my uh in my console's history and see if I got any trophies for Dead Space Three. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, that's that's weird though. But yeah, I mean, if it sold six hundred five thousand copies compared to selling you, like four million, you know, that's what I mean? why it got. That's cut. a huge difference. That's why it got cut. Yeah, because you're like it's only going to go down. I right, could see here. Jim Ryan nixing that quick. Do you think this is like a Dead Space reboot, like go back to Dead Space One kind of thing, or like oh, a Dead God, Space Four? I would 4? hope not. I would hope that like they a, wouldn't a do remake. a remake or something like that. Yeah, I do not want to see a remake. What about just like a reboot of the series? So it's not a direct copy i wouldn't mind a reboot kind of like what they did with god of war or kind of like what they did with prey you know they changed prey around i don't know if it did that well though but but you know um, like you relaunch you remarket and relaunch it yeah and start from scratch and just call it dead space again i mean if i got if i got a dead space right just a new 
Um, it's it's gonna be in space. So you give me another scenario or whatever, but you know it's in 4K and 60 frames per second. Like I'm there. Like you know what I mean. We was playing shit in 30, and and not even in, in 4K. You know, 1080p. We were having a grand shit. old time. So I mean, yeah, and it was fun. So I could only imagine what it would be like if you had to play it in 60. But I could see there being a lot of type of comparisons. 3D with like sound. Eternal. With the way it looks and stuff, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> just imagine incorporating the dual sense controller. Oh, I meant to ask you on Returnal. Did you feel the little raindrops and stuff? Uh, yeah. I I was, was feeling cool? freaking uh raindrops. I was feeling ground vibrations and other shit. And I was like, dude, why is my shit moving, man? Is there something about to pop up on me? Because like I did not <laughs> understand the why. Feel dope though. Like yeah. that's unique to that controller. I've never felt nothing like that. Like yeah. specific dots. Right, right, on right. The controller. Yeah, because it was just like, <laughs> it was like, boom, 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 boom. Was like, this yeah, is yeah, trip, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little tinkles. Yeah, little tinkles all over yeah, your hands. Of, yeah, that was really neat. Anyways, yeah, for sure. But like, um, you're right. Like, this has a parallel to Returnal in that sense. Right. And just rebooted with the alien with and the high being in the space graphics. suit, and then you know, yeah. kind of over the shoulder type shit. Absolutely. You know, it, Absolutely. it would definitely. It's not quite be. as fast paced, but just the I could see aura, fast dude. A fast paced Dead Space, interesting. But I mean, it would definitely. I don't change. see that appeals more to me. Where I, where I'm not, the game's not over when I die. Right. right I would right. like that more. Yeah. In the, in the Dead Space vibe. Right. Like, right. Right. You misstepped. That's you just actually a cool again. comparison, yeah. even more so than like Dark Souls for Eternal. Had it been more like a Dead Space, mm-hmm. make it a tad more creepy. Right. And right, where right. you you don't die over and over again. Yeah. Like, that would have been a cool little way. to Yeah. Get you to. got your checkpoints or whatever that, that you cool hidden path. in the story, yeah. but you you know you upgrade your weapons, you find new weapons. Yeah. But with that, they would have had to like. They would have had to do more with the world. You know what I mean? They would have had to make more biome variations. Well, that's why I said add a couple more biomes, and now you have a full-length game. Right. That you right, don't right. need to make a roguelike to yeah, get Yeah, no rearranging or anything like that. The map is set right. the way it is, but you got a couple right. more biomes, and you just got to make it through and get to the boss. So you'd probably have – they'd probably be a bit larger. It would probably be more biomes, and they'd be larger. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, absolutely. It would be a little bit larger. Through. Yeah. But that's but, fine because <clears> – <throat> You want the game to be ten to fifteen hours, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So um, I know I had mentioned uh, Dragon Age uh, four before, um, but it looks like there's a uh, there's talks of an alpha that's supposed to be coming out and this year on um, the PlayStation, possibly yeah, possibly um, in July maybe around the same time that this EA uh, reveal mm-hmm. comes out. Uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be like you know just like a little demo or whatever allowing you to play. Uh, Dragon Age Four. I think uh, I think they discovered it somehow, right? They, yeah, they were it was leaked through some uh, some um, data, some PlayStation. Yeah, data. and a new leak uh, to be believed. An alpha build of Dragon Age Four might be coming to PlayStation next month, so July, like you said. Yeah. Um, the leak uh, comes from an unofficial PlayStation game size Twitter account, which was quick to point out that an alpha hasn't been added to the database, but they believe that a test version is coming. Um, this apparently is happening ahead of the July EA Play event, which is set to kick off on July 22nd. So I think we'll definitely learn more about mm-hmm. Dragon Age 4, which I'm excited about. I mean, <laughs> I know we've had this conversation before. Yeah, You weren't a fan. You like Dragon Age. Um, I like Dragon Age not, 1 like, and how many are there? There's three, right? Three. So you like so Dragon Age 1 and 2. I think 1 and 2 I liked, but, didn't but like Inquisition, Inquisition I didn't, didn't like. care for. Right. Because right. I felt like it was more of the same shit and I was playing the same stuff and it got boring 
and it just wasn't interesting at all. It was, but I, I still enjoyed it just because I like Dragon Age uh-huh. and I like the whole Mass Effect kind of, you know, right, right, right. The Mass genre. Effect, well, the Mass that Effect, genre. The, the Mass Effect type of genre is is how I even got into Dragon right, Age. Right. But Same I just here. felt like it was inadequate. I mean, I've hell, I've felt that the last Mass Effect was inadequate. Absolutely. For being a Mass Effect. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I definitely didn't pick up Andromeda or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Saw. I don't consider Inquisition to be like a Mass piece of any kind but mm-hmm. i still consider it a good game uh, and it was well received by critics which yeah. we've discussed before but but i like it and so like i'm i don't know which setting i like better i don't know if i like the medieval setting or the space setting better but i like the mass effect um mechanic mm-hmm. and i like when i like going into a new setting and playing that mechanic that's not in space you know which is why guardians of the sorcery. galaxy will be so so great Right, it's because Dragon's it Galaxy that. might scratch that itch. Yeah, but we haven't had Dragon Age in a long time, and so like, I would be excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. But I do agree. The one thing I do agree with you on Inquisition is that it overstays its welcome. I do think like they have you doing the same exact thing for a very long period of time, mm-hmm. like listening to arguments and talking and talking and talking for like a very long period of time. Right, which makes you kind of want to quit and makes you leave a bad taste in your mouth. So I'll put it. I'll put it like this. Right. So there's quite a few games that we've come across in our years of playing that have been pretty atrocious, right? How how do you feel about Thief? Um, a six. A I don't six? think it's trash, but it gets down there. Right. It it's, gets down. It was there. pretty bad. Right? It was bad. I don't think. Fred, so as much as they were hyping the game up and showcasing it, and yeah, it definitely wasn't good. It goes down to like up. fair, okay. I think I would say okay. It was okay. Right, so I'm trying to... I think to... it was okay. So, the reason why I'm asking um, about Thief is... It's got like... We were hyped about that one, man. I know we were super pumped for that, bro. Right, because we were thinking it was going to be like... Dishonored, um, Dishonored you know, like or something like that. Yeah. Splinter Cell, just, high quality. It ended yeah. up not being it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I, I can't even... I don't know. Is that what, what you're worried about with this one? No. Or is that what so, Inquisition did to you? Metacritic gave it a 67 or whatever. Okay, so, well, it's about a 6 in my uh, book. Essentially, uh, what I was bringing up Thief was is that I've actually finished Thief, mm-hmm. right? As bad as it was, I still finished Me too. Thief. Yeah. Um, with Dragon Age Inquisition, I did not want to finish it. I purchased it and did not finish it. So majority of games, if they're bad, I may still finish it, but this did not make me want to finish it whatsoever so that's all i was i was comparing it to part that. of it like i finished part a lot of it is the of, length I finished too, back though, games. right so i thief mean is a much shorter game yeah thief is is short but it seems like it would be easier for you to just like be like ah, fuck this game and you know and and then go and sell it you know what i mean because it's, it's short like yeah. you just wow but didn't you put quite a few hours in an inquisition before you gave up on it I gave it. You the didn't good, give up. I on gave it, it the good college try. Yeah, but you probably I put just, like a dozen hours into it, right? Um, I don't know. I'd have to go I back and did. come back. If you in look there. at your PlayStation, yeah. in I the, bet in you the did. comments, I'll check below yeah. and see uh, uh, if uh, if I, I can lots of hours recall what time it was. And I got burnt out on it. So like mm-hmm. sometimes I try to. I hear your point, but I sometimes try to separate games. In in the sense of a category of burnout versus it's just bad enough I don't want to play anymore. Mm. Right, where some games I get burned out on and I never finish them, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that I didn't really enjoy the time I had spent with them. Yeah, well I didn't I didn't enjoy the Dragon Age story. 
I didn't enjoy the story. I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't. I. I mean, I don't think I enjoyed playing because nothing is like crazy memorable to me about except for the shit that that I saw in it. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was. Well, it was just for me. It was the standard Mass Effect Dragon Age formula. Yeah. That I I enjoy that formula in general. Right. So I enjoyed my time with it, and I I know there were some there were some zones that I enjoyed. Like there was like a, a zombie zone uh-huh. that I had a fun time playing through and collecting loot and stuff was pretty fun. Yeah. But it did it overstayed its welcome in my book, and mm-hmm. so because of that, like I finished Dragon Age. I didn't finish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. So like I hear you. I'm just saying, so this game doesn't rise to that level of good, in my opinion, yeah. like, where I agree with you. But I don't, I never would consider it like garbage. Like, like I would consider, you know, uh, medium, like what you told me, that would be like garbage to me. Like some games would be garbage. You know, it's hard to even think of garbage games. Can you even think of a game that's just garbage mm. that we played? I mean, it's hard for me to imagine like a game that's absolute trash. Like it's hard for me to think. Um, Destruction All Stars. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what game is like play. trash? Yeah, we ain't really play it, so you can't really right. give, give so, our say on because that we learned it trash. was trash before we even tried it. But yeah, yeah, the idea of it or whatever. It's just, it's hard for me. I'd say what I'd I say even medium say, wasn't trash. It was just, you know, it was a meh game. You know what I mean? Right. It was. It looked good, as far as like graphics. Which is what like is Andromeda was too. Good. It's meh. It's okay. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like uh, Inquisitions didn't check a lot of boxes on my list. But you know that's mm-hmm. that's you know whatever. That's an old ass game. Um, you know the fact that they're still pushing forward with Dragon Age Four is cool. Um, hopefully we'll will be able to see some stuff from EA Play. Maybe get to see like some actual gameplay and them going through like a level or scenario, and that'll be cool. But um, I'm probably gonna be cool off of Dragon Age Four unless I see something that just really entices me, because I feel like most of my energy for that type of of game would be put into Guardians of the Galaxy, which mm-hmm. is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would be more inclined to jump on Guardians of the Galaxy than on Dragon Age Four at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But you know that I did enjoy the previous Dragon Ages before the Inquisition. It's just that once I had like three games of the same type, maybe of it was shit, burnout too, and for then you. it did not even yeah. look good. It just was kind of like, damn. And then well, the it was like a PS3 game, right? It's a very think, old game. Uh, I think Dragon Age Inquisition came out for the PS4. It did, maybe. but I think it was like a. I think it was launched on the PS3 as well, wasn't it? Dragon Age Inquisition PS3. Mm. I don't know. So, I mean, see. like, maybe that's why it didn't look that good to you? Dragon Age Inquisition. Let me see what consoles it came out for. Um, um, it I came out for the PlayStation 3. Yeah. And then X, it also yeah. came out for the 4. Yeah. So, that's yeah. why I think it didn't look that good to you, man. Yeah. Because it's an old game. Right. Like, it is a really old game. It's been a long time since we've seen Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, like... That was back in 2014, too. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's an old game. It's not going to look that great, but mm-hmm. I think that it, I think that it hit the mark for like the Dragon Age, um, standard, like what we come to expect from a Dragon Age game. I don't think it was like trash in the sense that Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda was, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I do agree that it overstayed its welcome. I do agree with you on that. I do agree it was more faulty. It has more faults than the other Dragon Ages do. Yeah. Than one and two had. Absolutely. 
Yeah. But um, moving on. So it looks like there's still a whole lot of issues and hoopla going on with blue box games. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about, um, I know we talked about uh all of the little Silent Hill stuff with the PT theory and all that last mm-hmm. last week. Um, but like as soon as all of that stuff was going around, right? I think sort of like Sunday or like Monday of this week, um, or this past week. Uh, basically, uh, the the lead developer, that Hassan guy, decided to get on camera and talk Last to week, the people just before we uh, we aired, I think, or around the time we aired the show. Right, right. So he got on camera and decided to talk about uh the game and try to dispel some of the rumors that were going on about his thing, saying that the game was real and that he's not a day old. He's real. That he's real <laughs> and that, you know, that this all these theories that people are concocting are totally incorrect. And it sounded like he was pretty down about his game getting thought of as somebody else's game. And then, you know, getting like, I guess, a lot of hype that's good, but it, it could be bad for you, you know. But, um, you know, the, this talk, it was just like more stuff. It, but it seemed like no matter what he posted... There was new shit that came out as far as like rumors were concerned. Think, you found some of that stuff. I think right? that's the problem here that I have with the whole situation. Uh-huh. Is that um I feel like these guys have kind of messed up. This if this if there's no um if there really is no connection, if this is true, right? Like what Hassan said. Yeah. There's no connection with Hideo Kojima, there's no connection with Silent Hill, there's no connection with Konami. Right, like if it really is just all literally coincidence, which it makes no sense to me, how there can be that many coincidences. I'm sorry, I just I don't buy it. Then in my mind, like they've messed up bad, and they've kind of like they went too far with it. Yeah. Like you can't tell me, dude. You cannot tell me. I'm not gonna buy it. You cannot tell me that they didn't know what they were doing when they made that tweet saying our game isn't abandoned. It starts with S and ends with L. You can't tell me that they didn't know what they were doing there. They knew what game they're linking it to. They knew what game people would consider when you do that. You cannot tell me that um, they didn't know what they were doing when they made their logo exactly like PlayStation. Right? Even with the blue and everything on the I still kind of thought that that was a stretch, though. It's just a box. You cannot tell me he didn't know what he was doing when he when he put his list of games he's worked on and put PT as one of them with the physical <laughs> trainer. You can't tell me, like, he didn't know what he was doing. Like, he's... I don't feel sorry uh, for you, man. Like, yeah. you did this to yourself, dude. Like, you fed the rumors. You fed into it. You yeah, fed the people. Sure. You know, you fed the trolls, and you got bit. Yeah. You know, and I think, like... My mind is like, you know, I don't know what y'all do are doing over there at Blue Box, buddy, but it's very peculiar. But y'all was asking for this and shit. And it's like, you're like <laughs> <laughs> you was y'all legit asking, asking for, for this. Yeah. You're asking to get bit, right? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, he's asking to get burned. You play with fire, and you're going to get burned. Yeah. But what's weird, even, even more weird, is like the way this rabbit hole is changing, is like you talked about new things came out. Right. Like. So he comes out and he's all sad and solemn with the video we're talking about. <laughs> His world's falling apart. Yeah, man, I'm he looked devastated, person. dude. He's you like, know. "Why I gotta be up here on this bitch <laughs> talking to y'all about this damn game?" But what's up? But what's up, bro? Like, 
They announced, okay, we're going to do a reveal on June 25th, which was yesterday. Yeah. And, and he pushed him back. Dude, <laughs> you use the reveal to say you're delaying? Right. Dude. What? That's a, that's messed up. And that's until wrong. August. Yeah, and you're delaying until August. And what's also even more strange is there's this supposed, he said, is a fake Blue Box YouTube channel. <laughs> He's claimed Hassan, right? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. fake. But somehow, this fake YouTube channel started a countdown for this June 25th reveal. Mm -hmm. And right when the clock hit zero, I'm not kidding, right when the clock hit zero, mm -hmm. his video posts. Really? How can this? How can a fake channel line it up that perfect? That doesn't sound like fake to me. Yeah. And then also, shortly after that video, you sent me another video that youtube channel listed with the morse code thing and abandoned right and they started to communicate with the audience in morse code <laughs> and we have the writing i don't know if you have it on your computer to pull up what it says uh, but see. this is what it says read it out it's blue guy versus red guy or something like that right hold on let me see if it's like blue versus it's like blue versus red people are speculating blue is sony red is konami yeah, and they're so, talking to each other. So the viewers quickly deciphered the source that would be conversation. So it says, blue, find the source. Red, reality bends to my will, but my mind is delusional. Blue, I can't trust you if you can't trust your mind, so find the source. Mm -hmm. Red, shall I remind you who I am? Blue, shall I remind you what I can do? Blue, I think they spot me, stop playing me, and find the source. Red, I can't get hold of you, so I assume you got made. Time to separate. Blue, bye-bye for now, Red. It's weird. What in the world? So a lot of people read that, and what did they immediately start doing on Reddit? You know, finding the source. <laughs> What's the source, right? The right. first source, like what are they talking about? So that's happening right now, y'all. If you want to know more and you want to really go down this rabbit hole, to, go to the abandoned subreddit. Reddit is and definitely dude, good for they're, rabbit holes, Dude, bro. They're, they're going out there, bro, with all different sorts of theories. And they even did something else, too. Like at the very, They did one more Morse code at the very end. If you scroll down, they did one more. Okay, red and blue. Um, endure. Red said endure. Red and then said blue said survive. Endure and survive. That sounds horror-related. Horror for sure. Right? Like suspense horror. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm not still convinced that this has nothing to do with Kojima and Silent Hill. Yeah, but man, this sounds like just like some extra shit, right? Like, why would you put so much into this to tell people that this ain't the game and then it ends up being the I game? I know, man. Like, this is no a sense. lot. Like, that dude didn't look like he was reading off of something. He looked like he was definitely going off the top of his head when talking about it. Now, I don't know if that makes him a good actor. Um, I've never Googled the guy's name, but I'm sure the people in Reddit sure shit did. And If this is know, Hideo bro. Kojima, okay, it's like one of two things. Either this is the greatest troll <laughs> that he's achieved of all time, yeah. or these dudes are just absolutely an utterly their pr department is absolutely and utterly incompetent because this isn't going to help the game or they think it's not going to help the game it's going to hurt the game i mean or or their pr people could be geniuses right because if they know that a silent hill game is wanted and that all of this shit that co that hideo has done before and then they decide to piggyback off of that fame to get their third party 
that or their um you know yeah their their little small indie studio at that much buzz like people know about blue box but it's turning into like hate yeah where people are like really mad now because they feel like they've been played played with with. yes and i get it because there's way too many coincidences to make you feel like this is nothing we're all just imagining this right we're all imagining this this dude just so happens to have the exact same name as hideo kojima not the same name but it is it's the literally hero thing yeah Yeah, if you translate kojima into (laughs) turkish it's hassan or whatever it's like the same thing and they both mean hero it's like come on man these things are so like his if you go to if you go to hassan's um uh account on psn yeah it has the trophy numbers like i don't remember like whatever six three one two three mm-hmm. that's the like the exact same number from like metal Gear solid <laughs> like okay. the same thing in like the trophy from metal Gear solid like yeah i'm sorry and like the demon blood thing and the siren head and like everything we've seen i don't see how you can't come to the conclusion that this is hideo kojima or hassan did this on purpose the blue box team like you're saying they knew what they were doing Mm-hmm. They put all these things out there, the trophy number, the demon blood, the all these things they did because Hassan did this. The ends with S, ends with L, the blue box logo to try to make it look like a Hideo Kojima project. And in a sense, just like lied to everybody, you know? Yeah. Like almost in, almost in my mind, if I was Hideo Kojima, I'd be mad because it's like you used my likeness in a sense, not like my likeness, but you almost in a sense stole me. To promote your product, yeah, you use my you use my work to hype up my yours. work and right. exactly and my mo of doing this so, to pretend it's me so your product can get hyped up. So I was trying to look and and find out like okay if you called your your project abandoned before, what would make you uh, claim that the project's name isn't that it starts with an S and ends with an L. And I was trying to find some stuff, and like, so I was trying to look like the a synonym, or whatever, for abandoned. And like, the only thing I could see in there that would work was like stranded. Mm. So it's if not quite an to, L though. At the end, it's right? not. There's no L. There. I know someone so maybe listed it was like, survival. Like stranded something. I know um, someone listed. What about survival? What if the mm, games were called was called survival? Maybe that's an S and an L. But you could also look at it and be like, oh, death stranding. Oh, you're right, dude. Like oh, abandoned right, is another bro. name for a stranded. You're right, but I, you know, that's all. That's a connection that there a too thing. that you found. I'm not going into that. Right I know you're not though. jumping on the so. third hole, but I'm just saying that's something you <laughs> yeah, found. I'm just trying connection. to figure out. I'm trying to figure out like why would you? Why would you call, uh, you know, your game abandoned? Give it that, you know, that little, you know, name, and then say it's not that. It's something else. I'm, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I was to say absolutely. Else, like. And when in your trailer you cover up the letters P and T, you did that on purpose. Yeah, because you made the trailer. Like your your development team made that. So I feel like they're trying to lie to us, or I guess I just say deceive. They're trying to trick us into thinking this is PT when it's not. And I don't think that goes over well with the fans, man. Yeah, I just don't think it does. So I mean, we'll definitely keep you guys updated uh, with this uh, blue oh, box and PT thirty stuff. He came out yesterday with his video, and he says he's delaying it till August. Right. August 12th is when PT came out. August 12th is when of PT 2014. came out? Of 
So people are like, <laughs> there's another connection. If you make a lot of games, man, it's bound to be something that came out around the same time, man. Like, but it lines up with PT in if particular. If they had lined up with Metal Gear, they would have said, oh, that's Hideo. That's like, true. come on. They man. Lined like, up anything Hideo. Yeah. yeah, they just reach it. That's true. That's why. But I'm just saying that it lines up so well with PT in particular yeah. that they seem to be trying to copy. Right, right, right. You know? So. so, I mean, all of this shit is interesting with Blue Box Games. Uh, I want to see where this leads because I definitely want to see if people are right or if this shatters a lot of people's feelings. And then You've I want to see if it Fs We've up all been the played. Uh, Blue Box Games launch because if they drop this shit and it ain't that, sh- then they're going to die. I don't think anybody is ever going to They're going to die, dude. But, you know, it's No it's one's going to trust them ever again. Yeah, it's so, like a boy who cried wolf, right? I mean, this is a, a thin line that they're walking on with this. Yeah, fence. it is. So man. I want to see who falls. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Godspeed, so, man. I'm trying to see if they <laughs> land on their feet or if they break yeah. every bone in their body. Yep. But um, <laughs> on to on to the to the next one. Um, it looks like uh, there's some guerrilla games action going on, right? So, new IP. Yeah. So we Tell just got that. word that Guerrilla Games has been working on a new IP for the last three years. Hmm. A brand new IP. Since 2018, right? Since 2018. Right. And so, like, that's nuts because we know they've been working on Horizon Forbidden West, too. Right. So when I heard this, first of all, there's just no way of knowing what this IP could be. I know some people thought Killzone. Mm-hmm. Right? Killzone. It's um, been a while. It's been a while, and so that's a Gorilla Games, and we haven't heard from them yet, so some people are thinking it's that. So that's one speculation that it could be another Killzone game, or it could just be an entirely new IP, which I would hope for because I'm not the biggest fan of Killzone yeah. because Killzone and Shadowfall just wasn't very good. I didn't I think like Arachnid, Arachnid was in the comments saying Arachnid Killzone said was he like liked Killzone. He liked Killzone like 2, I think, or 3. Yeah, yeah. He said that he hated Shadowfall. Right. And uh, I, I didn't like Shadowfall at all. Like, I tried to give it a good college try. I remember when they launched that for the PS4, mm-hmm. I was really impressed with how it looked. It was a great, like, um, technical showcase of what yeah. the PS4 could do. Right. But I couldn't get into the game. Like, it just wasn't fun for me. And I tried. I gave it, like, you the whole good college try. I put, yeah. like, probably six hours into it. Mm-hmm. I got stuck in, like, a bug, and I was, like, stuck. And I just, like, you know what? I'm not enough. I've had enough of this game. Yeah. And I gave up on it. Um which was so weird because Horizon Zero Dawn is like such a good game. And to think that they made such a bad game before that one is weird to me. Yeah. But so there's some speculation that it could be Killzone, but I hope it's a new IP. And what I found interesting was like a lot of these game studios, like Insomniac, Gorilla Games, right, um, Naughty Dog, even like Rockstar, a lot of these studios, they only release like one game or like Cedar Project Red. They're working on like one game. The whole studio is all invested in one game. And then when they finish that game, they move on. They move on, on to the next. the next one, yeah. It's not like Ubisoft or EA where there are multiple projects going on and every right. year they're releasing. It's new because stuff. they're dedicating like all of their resources to, to one that one game. Perfect game. So if this is the case, then that means that they've they're branched branching. off their resource from Horizon right. Forbidden West That's to do I this thought. other one. That's so, what I thought. Is but, this them expanding? Is this them separating their branches? Is this them growing? Maybe what they does just this mean maybe they had you know everything they needed. I mean, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn would be a solid foundation, and you just have to build upon that, right? So maybe it took less guys uh, to That's make true. Horizon Forbidden West. It looks the same as Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, technically, just, just like some new and locations stuff. Yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and right. probably just a little bit more cleaner and prettier because right. it's on a better system. So, I mean, maybe, like, the majority of the hard legwork 
had been done already. And so they were able to take their time if they've been working on Forbidden West as soon as they got done with Zero Dawn. I think you know you're what right. I mean? Then they would have had right. probably enough time to branch them off and then be able to work on two at once and probably hire some more people too. I think you're but, right. Yeah, I think they are growing. I think Horizon, Forbidden, I mean, Zero, uh, Zero Dawn really helped put them on the map. Yeah. And they probably grew a lot from that. Probably. And they're probably getting to the point where they're like, could maybe turn into a Bethesda, mm-hmm. right? Where they have more games, more IPs being worked on simultaneously. Right, right, right. Versus right. just like one game at a time. Right, right. I wish Naughty Dog would turn into that. I can't believe Naughty Dog hasn't turned into that where they're pumping out more than one game. They probably time. are, but they, well, they're probably working on things at the same time, but it's probably because they're all large scale games that they just and don't. they're perfect which i get they don't release them you know, like that you know yeah, like it's hard you probably to make it's great games like that but yeah it's like rockstar rockstar ain't gonna give you two solid big ass games the in games the are too year. perfect yeah they've been they need really every polished. hand on deck right they yeah. need every hand on deck which which you i really get, you rarely see that like you know a rockstar game has like huge glitches or something like that that just right. isn't like you know, repairable or something, you know? I think it just says a lot about where Guerrilla Games is going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited because I, I do want... Whenever Sony's first parties release a game, I'm always excited about them. Like, I'm always pumped. Like, Ratchet and Clank, I'm pumped. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, I'm pumped. Like, whenever there's, like, a first-party studio game that comes out, I'm always super excited. And I do feel like they're kind of sometimes pretty few and far between uh-huh. i wish more of them came out every year yeah and so that's what i like when i hear this like okay dope we're not just maybe we get horizon and then like the very next year we get another game from them like we're not waiting you know three or four years between like each game from them like that's what i'm excited about when i hear this i think i also think that um with some of those companies like uh because they're all under the 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 playstation umbrella or they're working along with PlayStation to produce, you know, first-party type games or whatever, or, or exclusives, they're not trying to step on each other's toes. Oh, they're lining it up. So, you know, ways, you're yeah. trying to, you're, mm-hmm. you know, you know PlayStation is coming out with, like, three three games from their umbrella. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to work it with PlayStation to find out right. when's a good window right. for us to drop it that won't impede on on your scores or, you know, your your profit margins or whatever, you know? So I think it's just working with, like, that. Yeah. That could be probably true, the biggest issue. Yeah, that's true as well. Because, yeah. you know, PlayStation's got such a big group of developers that they've always got something in the works. Everyone has to make so their money. you just got to figure mm-hmm. out when you can slide in with yours. Yeah. You Everyone has I mean? to make their money. And you all want to release at the most valuable time of the year, like holiday season. Right. Third, fourth quarter. Yeah. Where Ratchet kind of took a little bit of an L by launching in June. But yeah. because they're such a game drought, I think they're gonna make they're gonna sell tons of copies. I think it was so, a perfect time because it's right at yeah. the peak of summer. It's just you usually first party time. games don't seem to usually launch around summertime. Usually summertime is like for obscure games and like you pick up you 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 pick up the games you didn't play in the holiday in yeah, the summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so not usually a whole lot of new stuff comes out in the summer, which I always complained about that. I always wished more games launched in the summer because when we're kids, you're growing up, you have you the summer off. Or something like and that. And you're like, yeah. dang, man, I want a new game and it's summertime and I'm off school. Why right. do the games come out when I'm working, right? You know? But, yeah, for sure. But you're right. But um, for the biggest news mm. of this podcast for this week, um, basically... This is, too, this is massive, guys. It's, 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 it's like the best news you could ever hear. I'm just going to, you know, I won't waste no more time. Fable 4... Okay. was talked about by Phil Spencer, and he said it's in good hands. So let's dive into this. <laughs> All 
All right, so in good hands, like what does he mean? And is it big hands? Are the, is it like we're talking 4K ray tracing, 60 frames per hands. second? Like, yeah, like are the hands like super detailed where you can see all the wrinkles in the varicose veins and stuff like that? Are they strong maybe? You know? Maybe like they're they're powerful. I don't know. Is that what man. he means by good? But, uh, you know, in seriousness, <laughs> like, you know, Fable 4, you know, he's talked about it, but you, do you remember what he said? Yeah, basically, um, he was in an interview and someone brought up Fable 4 because yeah. we know, you know the studio. Who made Fable? You always know them. Cause uh, Lionhead you, Studios. Lionhead Studios. Yeah. Lionhead Studios, you said, they're out, right? They're right. no longer associated with Fable 4. Peter, Peter Molyneux, 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 something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, he's not he's not on it anymore. Yeah, he's he's not there anymore. So that, I think, is what largely made Fable 4 never see the light of day because I just think the studio was just no longer there. Yeah. But Microsoft still owned the IP. And so I think they did an interesting move here and they just gave the IP to one of their studios to make, even if, so, even though it's not Lionhead. To Playground, right? And they gave it to Playground Games. And Playground Games is the one who makes her, the Horizon series, the Forza Horizon series. Forza. Not the Forza Motorsport series, but the Forza Horizon. Right. Like Her Horizon 5 coming out this mm -hmm. year, which was announced at the Bethesda Xbox Showcase. So the one thing we can take from hearing that, of course, Phil Spencer was saying you know, it's in good hands because he believes in that studio. Right, right, right. Playground games, he believes in that studio. And so he's like, don't worry, the games are good hands because the guy who was asking him, how's it going? It's going to be great because it's in great hands. It's basically all he said. Just let us know it's Playground Games making it. Yeah. And we did learn that um, it's going to be using the Forza Motorsport engine. Mm-hmm. Which that's cool because that's it looks a pretty beautiful. engine. It's it looks like a great world that they do. You know the the Forza games in they make hella realistic cars. Really like pretty. So I mean, if they're trying to go with like a realistic uh, point of view with Fable instead of making it the look cartoon, cartoony yeah. or something like that, or like you know fake or something, um, then I, I feel like there's a lot of detail that can be put into these characters and how they look. Um, like. So. What did you think about some of these rumors? I remember I listed them off to you. You guys got to hear some of these rumors. So none of this is confirmed, okay? But so many rumors surround this game. Mm -hmm. Would any of these appeal to you? I'll say that. Would any of these ideas appeal to you? Mm -hmm. One, Fable 4 will be an MMO <coughs> set in the Fable universe. Okay. Uh, there are going to be several changes made to the gameplay and core theme, so a different theme. Hmm. Um. Other leaks suggest the game may even involve time travel and could be set across multiple different planets. Um, do any of these rumors excite you, anger you, make you apprehensive, hopeful what? Okay, so um, as far as all of them are concerned, I think that they would all be great in their okay. own way if added to the, to the, uh, the IP. Um, so I'll, I'll explain to you why I would think each one is. Okay. So as far as it being an MMO, um, I think that it would be interesting to be in the Fable world and then have an MMO. It, the Fable world isn't too crazy different. Um, so it's, like nothing, it's nothing really yeah. yeah, it's nothing really elaborate or anything like that. So it'd be fairly simple. It would just have magic and you know and, and fighting and stuff like that. The only the only reason why it would be cool would be uh, the items that you could get. Because, you know, Fable had a lot of legendary items that you could pick up. 
and to walk around with those things if they were one of ones. I've always wanted a game that would have tons of epic, like legendary items from the past, but one of ones. Hmm. And the only way to acquire it is by doing something to that person who obtained it or hmm. something. So you could have a sword that was passed down from like six different people because they all got killed with it or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. You know? But, um,. Never come across one, but uh, that would be a cool aspect. I don't think and that the multiplayer, yeah, and the mul yeah. the multiplayer, and then possibly having something you know on like a Fallout sense where you can build like a house and decorate your house or or something like that, and then people are actually able to come by and see the trophies that you've acquired throughout your journey or whatever right. you know something like that um, would be cool. Uh, but I don't think it'll go there. I, I don't think that Fable is really that type of world that would uh would do that i don't i don't think that that's yeah how do you fit like a really fun quirky campaign experience in an mmo right and then how do do you how do you change the world around you in an mmo right in that sense oh how do you it's always it's always seemed fake a great point when they say like oh we need a a hero you know the last outrider to come into but dude there's a thousand of us there's a billion of us out here it's mad of us. So this one of one shit, like, don't tell me that in the story if you got an MMO. Because Fable mean? is about changing the world around you and you changing too. Right. And how do you do that in an MMO? Right. It's yeah. it's about you growing and then your your growth affects the world around right. you and all that stuff. So uh, leads me to my second point where you were saying uh, Change about the changing the core elements of the game. Uh, the the elements of the game, you know, are that you start off as like one person and then you. You know, you learn you and then you proceed and, and then, you know, your journey yeah. shapes the way the world, how the world sees you. Mm-hmm. So if they change not only like how the world sees you, but they change like how it affects the world in general, not just how people perceive you, you know, that you can actually devastate areas kind of like how, you know, Fallout 3 was where, you, you know, you literally own. do nuke town, yeah. you know, and blow the whole thing up or whatever. Like if you can decimate a whole town. Uh, kill it and then you're deemed bad and that town there's nobody else in that town because you killed that whole town and you know they got to slowly trickle people yeah yeah they got to slowly trickle people in by lowering prices of houses but maybe you can buy all the houses and then you make a profit off of that town or something like that or or you can manipulate things to get people you know purchase towns different things like that like I'm all for you're saying more expand on the core mechanics rather than changing them completely yeah I would definitely say say expanding okay. on it more so than to change it i feel like it, it had a good core mechanic in it right but if you could widen that then it would be better i see but if you're going to change it all together then i feel like yeah, it I looks it sounds like it's no the longer other fable games right there. yeah it's not it's, it's not no longer fable, fable anymore because yeah. yeah. literally every fable has had the same type of a storyline you're changing you know, with it it's very big on changing the world around you right whether it being buying property whether it be in you know you decimating things you become evil people, and afraid of people are afraid of you whatever it is you're impacting the world around you that's a big that's what fable is right right, I mean, right and right. it's a story it's a fable yeah and then what was you the know? last one you had said and then the last one was um it might deal with time travel and you could end up on multiple different planets now, that aspect would be really cool because you just have a lot more area to venture. You know what I mean? It's not the Forest of Albion or whatever or, right. or, or that, that world. It's other worlds as well. You know what I mean? That could lead to a lot of, of traveling. And that's one of the things that I always wished was more in the game. Like that was like that's like one of the games where I wished that there was so much more to explore in it. 
You know what I mean? Like Fallout, there's so much to explore. You won't even get to see everything that they've put into the game. You know, uh, even Cyberpunk, there's so many alleys and, and streetways and stuff like that that you might not ever go down. And there's shit down there. You might not think it, but there's stuff down there. And you just haven't found it yet. But, you know, if you were able to give me that with Fable, because I've I felt like with Fable, I've, I've, you know, covered every inch of it. Right. And, and, and been able to see everything that Fable has to offer. But if you could if you could fill in spaces with things that I've never seen, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I play the game again on New Game Plus and I see some new shit. Different planets. Or something like that. The, yeah. The different only, planets. The only thing I'll add to that is I agree. I think like if they can pull it off, it'd mm-hmm. be cool. I worry <laughs> that they might bite off more than they can chew with a, something like that. Instead of like, I think like take it easy with the first delve back into Fable yeah. to get us excited about it again. And then maybe start to make these big sweeping changes, you know, like once you've proven that you can actually make a Fable game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my recommendation. However, I agree with you. If they could pull that off, that's sick. Yeah. Like that's dope. I would, that would be really fun. I, I would mean, love that. Could you imagine uh like almost like a six series like dlc that just keeps adding planets to yeah, it a new planet and they're all to? available on game pass so you don't have to buy anything if you i just don't, don't want, want them to be like destiny planets i want no. them to be like cool a lot of depth big yeah yeah but explore. i'm saying like you know if they just added like one storyline but the storyline isn't done it continues right. almost like as if they did like what telltale games did adding chapters right but they're like big you know what I mean? Big parts of the game where they're mm-hmm. giving you like each new edition is giving you like six, seven hours of gameplay or something like that. Because they gave you a new right. planet uh, that you're going on and you're still on this journey. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and it finally finishes after like the seventh one or something like that. That'd be like fucking like an epic book. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Where you read a book yeah. and you got six. Yeah, six I books, agree. Like, 100%. I just, I just I'm not confident necessarily that they can pull that vision off. Right. But that's a dope vision. Yeah. It's a really so, cool vision. But, it's exciting I mean, stuff. To hear anything about Fable itself is just exciting. And then the fact that they called it Fable 4. And that it's not like Fable, like a rebranding or something like that, like a remake True. or anything like that. It's, you know, it's continuing on. You know what I mean? Even though none of them have ever been a continuation with the same person. Yeah, and just letting I mean? us know it's there. It exists still. It hasn't fallen by the wayside. They're still talking it's about real. it. They're still making it. It's literally being worked on right now by this studio. Right. Um, and we know that they're releasing Horizon right now. So we know what they're working on. They're done with Horizon. We know that they're focused on a different game right now. Right now, And so mm-hmm. that's good to know that it's Fable and that yeah. this game will come out for sure. in the next couple of years. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's yeah, cool. Horizon is definitely about to be out. It's about like, to launch soon, this year, sometime this year. Months, yeah, yeah, so, and I'm sure they probably already had some of their team working on Fable, Fable already. So, right, exactly. I'm hoping that you know, mid next year, we see some some footage of it finally. That'd be dope. You know, I think I think uh, those are the two that I'm really gonna be looking forward to is Fable and um, and Harry Potter, the, the Hogwarts, uh, the Hogwarts yeah. Legacy. Those are the two that I'm really gonna be looking forward Absolutely. to hearing from, Absolutely. You know, so I can see where they where they've gone. But uh, all right, that is it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you again for uh, watching. Thank you again for listening. 
Um, also, if you uh, if you are interested, the Patreon link is down below. So, you know, we accept any kind of donations. We got three tiers set up, one, three, and five. Uh, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, also, a link down there for shirts. Um, we got these on here. You've seen the, the black one. I got the gray. You've seen the red one I had on last podcast. We also got a few other shirts on there. So, if you'd like to be part of the Schmagiggins group, that is available <laughs> on there. Um, I'm going to be getting nice. mine soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, until next week, we'll catch you guys later. Deuces. Peace. See ya. <laughs> Gotta throw marks in there. I love you, me.